Hello guys, this is Pastor Stephen. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. I pray that today's message will encourage, inspire, and empower you to follow Jesus like never before. God bless you as you listen to the Word. This message is going to be a prelude of a series that I'm preparing to preach on. But hopefully, itong prelude or appetizer na to would really help us right now. Are you ready? Let's open up our Bibles to Judges chapter 8. Let's read from verse 4 to 5. Verse 4 to 5. Judges 8, verse 4 to 5. Pakiusap po kung ito pong message na ito ay nakaka-penetrate sa inyong puso. Let me know in the chat. Kayo rin na nandito, let me know through your voice is this is uh, penetrating into your soul. Judges 8, verse 4 to 5. Verse 4, ang sabi dito, Gideon then crossed the Jordan River with his 300 men. And though exhausted, they continued to chase the enemy. And though exhausted, they continued to chase the enemy. When they reached Sukkoth, Gideon asked the leaders of the town, please give my warriors some food. They are very tired. I'm chasing Ziva and Zalmona, the kings of Midian. Please give my warriors some food. How many are, among you are grateful for food? <laughs> Sila sa inyong grateful sa pagkain. Ang sabi ni Gideon, bigyan niyo ang mga warriors ko ng pagkain. They are very tired. I'm chasing Ziba and Zalmona, the kings of Midian. We're going to use this verse as a launching pad for the message that we have today. I call this message, Battle Fatigue. Battle fatigue. Everybody put that in the chat. Battle fatigue. In fact, you talk to your neighbor. Kung meron kakatabi, sabi mo sa kanya, do you experience battle fatigue? Battle fatigue. Alam niyo po, ang ating Panginoon Diyos ay hindi naglihim sa atin that this life or in this life, we're gonna face problems and trials. Ang sabi ni Jesus sa kanya mga disciples on the night in which He was betrayed, Sabi ng ating Panginoong Yesus, in this earth, you will experience many troubles. Hindi lang trouble, kundi many trouble. But take heart, for I have overcome the world. If you evaluate your life, if you are old enough to evaluate your life, you will realize that the way life goes and the, the way life flows, kung paano umaandar ang buhay at paano natin ginugugol ang ating buhay, is that we're going to face difficulties in our life. Sa panahon ng mga difficulty problems ng ating buhay, isa sa mga pinakamagandang advice sa atin ng scripture is to depend on the Lord. Wala ka kasing iba talagang pwedeng kapitan sa panahon ng pagkalito at sa panahon ng pagkalugmok, kundi ang assurance na ipinangako ng Panginoon na siya ay kasama natin. Sabi nga ng Psalms 23, ang sabi ni David, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Ibig sabihin, kapag sinabi ni David that the Lord is my shepherd, that makes David a sheep. So, ibig sabihin sa buhay natin, when we say that the Lord is our shepherd, that He is our provider, protector, Siya ang ating tagapag-alaga, tayo ang sheep. So, bilang sheep, you must be dependent on the shepherd. Kailangan pinapanampalatayanan natin at inaasahan natin na ang Diyos ang siyang hahawak sa atin sa panahon 
ng trials and difficulty sa panahon ng hirap at sa panahon ng ginhawa. Ang buhay ko kasi natin ay hindi pare-parehong masaya. Hindi rin naman pare-parehong magulo. May mga good days and bad days. May mga sunny days and stormy days. May mga wow days at may mga ow sa pao days. <laughs> Meron din mga Mount Carmel experience. May mga juniper tree experience. Pero lahat ng ito, mga kapatid, usually ay mapagtatagumpayan lamang natin kung kaya nating hawakan ng ating emosyon. Ang ating emotion kasi ano man ang ating nararamdaman, masaya man tayo o malungkot, has the potential to draw you closer to God o draw you away from the Lord. Kaya nga, sabi ng Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, ang sabi mismo ng ating Panginoong Yesus, Are you tired? Are you worn out? Ikaw ba'y pagod? Ikaw ba'y worn out? Because... God is concerned about what we feel. Sa, sa mga soldier, mga kapatid, meron silang military term na ang tawag ay battle fatigue. Ang battle fatigue is an acute reaction to the stress of the battle. Ibig sabihin, kapag ka ang isang tao, usually ang battle fatigue ay nangyayari because of prolonged war or prolonged battle. Dahil ang battle ay masyado ng mahaba and this battle and this war and these pressures of combat is affecting their physical, emotional, and physiological uh, state, nagkakaroon sila ng battle fatigue. Ang epekto ng battle fatigue sa kanilang buhay, sila ay nagiging mabagal sa pagre-react, nagkakaroon sila ng indecision, at dahil sa battle fatigue, nagkakaroon ng panic attack. Battle fatigue in definition is delayed response. And many soldiers experience battle fatigue again because of the prolonged war. Masyado na kasing mahaba yung pakikipaglaban, maaaring hindi nila inexpect na ganito kahaba at para bagang napagod na sila. Naranasan nyo na po bang mapagod kayo sa isang sitwasyon? That you are not just tired but you are sick and tired of what is happening in your life, of what is happening in your world, that you are tired to wear your face shield, Pagod ka na sa social distancing. Come on, somebody. I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm saying nakakaramdam tayo. In fact, meron pa nga silang term na lockdown fatigue. Na parang nasa, nagsawa na tayo na i-lockdown ng ating sarili, kaya kapag nakakita tayo ng konting dagat, nagtitipon-tipon tayo. <laughs> Amen. Kahit na hindi na magka, magkahiwahiwalay. In fact, meron din tayong tinatawag na listening fatigue and even sermon fatigue. Mga tao ba na dahil minsan sa dalas na paikinig ng preaching at dalas na paikinig nila sa certain speaker, they are so, they're, they're getting used to it na hindi na sila minsan napapawaw and even worse, hindi na sila nakakatanggap because they are so fatigued, masyado na silang takot. And even as pastors and preachers has the temptation na magkaroon ng sermon fatigue or preaching fatigue, so to speak, kasi it's easy for us to forget the why if we keep on doing what we are doing. Si Gideon, mga kapatid, dito sa text na ating pinag-aaralan, kung titignan niyo po ang background ng kanyang buhay, yung backdrop ng, ng biography ni Gideon ay nagsimula sa tagpo kung saan ang mga Israelites ay sinakop, in fact, ni ravage ng mga Amalekites, ng mga Midianites at that time. Sa panahon na tinawag si Gideon ng ating Panginoon, seven years na ang mga Israelites ay humarap sa invasion ng Midianites, Amalekites, and even Eastern foreigners. At itong mga taong ito, yung Midianites, Amalekites, and Eastern foreigners, ay sumira ng kanilang mga pananim at sumira ng kanilang livelihood. Imagine this. 
sa gitna ng pagkabagsak, pagkalugmok ng kanilang bansa, tumawag sila sa ating Panginoon. And by the way, kaya ganito ang sitwasyon nila kasi sumuway sila sa Panginoon. Bear that in mind. Sumuway sila sa Panginoon, nakaranas sila ng consequences ng kanilang maling desisyon, pero sa gitna ng pagkalugmok at sa gitna ng nation, nationwide depression, nung tumawag sila sa ating Panginoon, dininig sila ng ating Panginoon, at nag-appoint ang Lord ng isang anghel para hanapin si Gideon. At ang first statement ng angel sa kanya, O mighty valor. Si Gideon na wala pang napapatunayan, ay tinawag ng Lord na mighty valor, si Gideon na nagtatrabaho sa wine press. 2021 language, nagtatrabaho sa liquor store. <laughs> Tinawag ng ating Panginoon na sabi sa kanya, I will, I will use you and give Midianites into your hands. In other words, you are going to deliver the entire nation out of slavery for seven years at sila'y makakaranas ng kalayaan. Pwede sabihin ni Gideon, ako pa ba? In fact, sinabi nga ni Gideon, mahina ako. Ako ang pinakamahina sa aming angkan, ang angkan namin ang pinakamahina sa buong nation. Ako talaga. Pero maraming salamat sa ating Panginoon that you cannot judge a possibility based on the present circumstance kasi God has a way of making people from nothing to something. God has a way of making you and I from zero to hero. You just have to lean on and depend on God kasi may plano ang Panginoon sa iyong buhay. So in other words, sumunod siya sa ating Panginoon sa chapter 6 yun. On chapter 7, here goes the battle. Ang unang mission ni Gideon, ilabas ang mga Israelites sa pag-aalipin sa mga Midianites. So in essence, kailangan niyang talunin ang mga Midianites. So in, in chapter 7, nagpatawag siya ng mga army of Israel at nakatipon siya ng 32,000 soldiers. Pero ang sabi ng Panginoon, that is too many. By the way, ang kalaban nila is hundreds of thousands of people. In fact, some people are saying uh, about about 10,000 about 50,000 lang about 80,000 lang some people are saying 100,000 regardless between 50 to 100,000 ang dami nito <laughs> ano sabi ng Panginoon sa kanya 32,000 is too much bawasan mo naging 10,000 binawasan naging 300 thousand no 300 xx yun na yun and by the grace of God supernaturally From 32,000 to 300 men, Gideon supernaturally defeated thousands of Midianites. Gideon supernaturally defeated thousands of Amalekites in chapter 7. Unfortunately, natalo nila ang mga Midianites, pero yung dalawang kings ng Midianites ay nakatakas. Kaya kung titignan nyo ang verse 8, nagahabol si Gideon sa dalawang kings na ito. So sa chapter 8, the battle is over, Or should I say, the battle is won, but it's not yet over. Do you understand? Natalo nila ang Midianites, pero ang mission hindi pa tapos because they has, they, Gideon has to kill these two kings, or Midianites. And there goes chapter 8. Ang sabi ng, ng verse na binasa natin kanina, nung sila ay nasa edge na ng Jordan River, they were exhausted. Watch this. Tapos na ang laban, pero hindi pa sila panalo. As a chapter 8, yung nakataka sa chapter 7, hinahabol nila sa chapter 8. Kasi may mga bagay sa buhay natin sa chapter 7 na akala natin na pagtagumpayan na natin sa chapter 8, pero ang totoo, yung mga bagay na tumakbo ng chapter 7 ay kailangan mo pa rin i-deal sa chapter 8. Yung tinakasan mong paperwork sa chapter 7 ay kailangan mo pa rin ayusin sa chapter 
you have letters to write, you have goals to attend to, hindi mo matatakasan because you have to finish the assignment and you have to finish the job. I know that is a word for somebody. Kaya pagdating ng chapter 8, they were exhausted. Pagod na pagod sila. Ang sabi ng scripture, they were exhausted, they were hungry, worn out sila, and they, and they running on empty. Look at verse 4. Gideon then crossed the Jordan River and his 300 men. They crossed the Jordan River. Jordan River in the Bible always speaks about transition. This is where they were transitioned from slavery to freedom. This is the exact same river. And I believe that some people right now are on a transition. Our church is on a transition. We just transitioned from 8th year now to ninth year. <laughs> Amen. We, 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 are, we are transitioning right now from pandemic to post-pandemic. We are on a transition. Pero naranasan nyo ba yung nakatawid kayo pero pagod kayo? Nakagraduate kayo pero pagod kayo? Nakagraduate kayo pero exhausted kayo? Napromote kayo? Pero you're so tired. Sabi ng scripture, they were so exhausted. The Greek word is, uh, the Hebrew word is they were fatigued. Now, fatigue Everybody say fatigue. Fatigue is being weary. Everybody say weary. Pag sinabi mo namang weary, ang weary, ibig sabihin yan is you are extremely tired. You're not just tired. Extremely tired. You are so weary. Amen? And many of us cannot define weariness, we cannot define tiredness because we have a distorted definition of rest. Akala natin ang rest, yung maglagay ka ng face mask, alam niyo yung clay, that's rest. Every time makakita ka nun, di ba? Parang, wow, napaka-relax. Nag-Netflix, for us, that's the definition of rest. Para sa atin, kapag nag-Netflix ka, pag nag ka sa dagat, wow, dagat, wow. Ayun ang definition natin ng rest. Well, face mask, Netflix, dagat, these things are enjoyable, but these things may be giving you a false sense of rest. Kaya minsan hindi natin ma-define ang tiredness, ang fatigue, hindi natin ma-differentiate yung weariness and fatigue. Pero ang weary, ang ibig sabihin lang nito is you are not enjoying what, you're, what you used to enjoy sa buhay mo. Pag sinabi mo isang tao ay weary, ibig sabihin nito, you, you, you don't enjoy what you're doing anymore. Maybe ikaw ay magulang and you don't enjoy parenting anymore. Maybe ikaw ay nagtatrabaho and you don't enjoy it anymore. Pumapasok ka na lang para sa paycheck and you're not enjoying it anymore. Probably, you are tired, weary, or fatigued. Napansin nyo mga kapatid, ang mga taong fatigued, usually they are lethargic, parang, uh, parang sluggish ba? Tinatamad, unmotivated, parang they lack energy. Kailangan mo silang laging itulak, kailangan mo silang laging pilitin. We became weary because katulad ng, ng nangyari at yung definition ng, ng battle fatigue, they are weary because the battle is taking longer than it should. That this lockdown, kaya may lockdown fatigue because this lockdown is taking longer than it should. I'm still in debt. I'm still poor. Yung poverty na akala mo, pinalaya ka na ng Panginoon at ine-expect mo at pinangako ng Panginoon na makakalagpas ka. Yung sakit na ina-expect mong papagalingin ka ng Panginoon and then when you evaluate yourself, you're still sick. You're still poor. You're still jobless. Watch this. You're still single. It is a prolonged battle. 
You're so tired that, that even sleep cannot fix it. Pagod na hindi kayang solusyonan ng tulog. Nakakaranas ba kayo nito, mga kapatid? That even where some people have gone through depression, and that depression is eating away your appetite, cannot eat, cannot drink, cannot socialize, pagod na pagod. You're there, but you're not present. Have you been in that situation? And minsan, pag tinignan natin ang ating mga kasama, blooming pa nga. Parang wala namang pagsubok. Because weariness is often felt before it is seen. Minsan bago mo siya makita, nararamdaman, bago siya maging evidence sa iyong sarili, bago siya lumabas sa iyong mga mata, bago siya lumabas sa iyong mga actions and language, most of the time you feel it from within. That you are winning on the outside but losing on the inside. You're trying to be strong. You're trying to make people happy. You're trying to be a breadwinner in your family. And if you will just admit to yourself you're so tired of trying to be strong. Exhausted. Pagod ka na pero kailangan mo pang tapusin. <laughs> May nakakarelate ba sa sinasabi ko, mga kapatid? Kilala ka, ang reputation mo is you're cool, calm, and collected. But you're so tired of being cool, calm, and collected. You're tired of perfection. You're just exhausted. You have this battle fatigue. You've been pretending for so long, trying to be strong. Pero ngayon, deep within your hearts, parang hindi mo na kaya magpatuloy. You used to believe that you can do it. You used to believe that you can make it. You used to, akala mo dati you will overcome. You used to believe that nothing shall be impossible with our God. But all this hope, but all this feeling, and the feeling was gone. Parang kantayata yan. Alam niyo nakakalungkot yung nagre-represent ka ng Diyos na mapagmahal, but you don't love your ministry anymore. That your prayer is fruitless. Praying is hard. Coming to church is even a responsibility for you anymore. Because that joy is gone. May faith ka pa din, but you're tired. How many among you can relate to me, mga kapatid? You had that fashion before, but you lost it. You had that determination before, but you lost it. You had that clarity of that vision before, but you lost. You had that commitment before, but you lost it. Hindi mo na, hindi na wala yung pananampalataya mo, pero na wala yung joy mo. You're just tired. You're just exhausted. Gusto mong takasan, gusto mong takbuhan. Kung pwede lang magbago na ng buhay, kung pwede lang magbago na ng identity, there's nothing to look forward to. Everything is hopeless. Everything is meaningless. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. Wala na pag-asa. And it seems like death is better than life. I don't know if you have been in the situation and I approach this with, I, I approach this carefully. That some people might have thought of ending their life because of this feeling of hopelessness in their life. And those people na sinasabi ko, mga kapatid, 
is those people who are trying to pretend that they were strong. But now you realize, nare-realize mo ngayon sa iyong buhay, na para bagang, tomorrow is going to be worse than today. But I'm here to preach to you, I'm here to remind you mga kapatid, that the best is yet to come. Alam ko, iniisip natin that tomorrow is going to be worse than today. But let me just preach to you a little bit that you ain't seen nothing yet. The best is yet to come. The Bible says that the glory of the latter will be greater than the, 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 the glory of the former. Ibig sabihin, anuman ang ating pinagdaanan, anuman ang circumstance na ating pinagtagumpayan na. Akala mo tapos na, you won the battle, but the assignment is not yet over. But I'm here to tell you when you feel tired, empty, lonely, when you feel depressed, anxious, and worried, God is with you. Everybody say, God is with me. God is with me. And the best is yet to come. I just have to put my faith and my trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ, in the promises of the Lord in my life that regardless of what circumstances that I am in, I have this confidence that God will never leave me, that God will never forsake me. I may feel lonely, but I'm not alone. But God, because God is with me. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35. Ang sabi ng writer ng Hebrews, do not throw away your confidence. You had that confidence before and now you lose it. Do not throw away your conf- confidence in what? Confidence in the promises of God in your life. Confidence in the word of God. Confidence in the sovereignty of God. Confidence in the faithfulness of God. Do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. Verse 36, you need to persevere. What a virtue. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive. Oh, oh, oh. You will receive what he has promised. What a promise. I will receive. If I persevere, I will receive. Many times sa buhay natin, we are wondering, is God really with me? Is God really care? Did God really care for me? Naalala ko yung mga disciples na sa gitna sila ng dagat at binabayo sila ng matinding bagyo and Jesus was in the stern asleep. Remember that story? Come on somebody. And maraming sakay dun sa mangkano yun ng mga fishermen. Familiar sa bagyo, familiar sa dagat, familiar sa tubig. Pero anong gagawin mo kapag yung familiar naging frightening? Yung tubig na naging source of livelihood ni Peter could be his graveyard. Pwede na siya dun mamatay. Kaya nung wala na silang choice at wala na silang option, ginising nila ang ating Panginoong Yesus. Sabi nila, Teacher, don't you care? Because sometimes, kapag ang Panginoon tahimik, lagi nating kinu-question, mahal nga ba ako ng Panginoon? May malasakit nga ba ang Panginoon sa akin? Do you care, God? What are you doing? Am I going to recover? You know why we think this way? Come on, somebody. You know why we think this way? Because we allow the craziness of the outside to produce the craziness on the inside. Hindi porket magulo ang buhay, magulo ang Diyos. <laughs> Sometimes, I'm not judging anybody. Alam ko may mga medical, serious medical conditions. Amen? Hindi ako expert dyan. But what I'm trying to say is this. 
if you will always allow the craziness of the outside to affect your heart, your soul, and you allow the craziness on the outside to produce the craziness on the inside, delikado talaga tayo. This is exactly what happened to Prophet Elijah. Kilala naman natin si Prophet Elijah, di ba? Kilala si Prophet Elijah sa Mount Carmel experience. Kung saan hinamon ni Elijah, hindi lang in 450 prophets, kundi a total of 850 pagan false prophet sa isang showdown. Ang sabi ni Elijah, kung sino ang unang makakapagpababa ng apoy mula sa kal- ang taas ng confidence ni Elijah, alam niyo kung bakit? Kasi si Elijah din yung nag-declare ng drought at nagkaroon ng drought at nung declare niya magkakaroon ng abundance of rain, biglang bumu... Remember that? Kaya yung confidence ni Elijah matindi eh. sabi niya kung sino makakapagpababa, kasi alam niya kung yung the same God na nagpapababa ng ulan is also the same God na pwede magpababa ng apoy. Kaya sabi niya kung sino unang makakapagpababa ng apoy, siya ang tunay na Diyos. Hinamon niya itong 850 prophets. You know the story. Sinayawan nila mula umaga hanggang tanghali. Inabot na sila ng after lunch. Wala pa rin bumababang apoy. Partida. Mainit pa nun. And then when Elijah came and commanded the heavens, sabi na scripture, the fire came through. Shroom, and consumed everything. Kahit mga bato. And he won the battle. And on that day, 850 false pagan prophets were killed. He was a hero. Grabe. Panalong-panalo si Elijah. He just experienced the biggest highlight of his career. Then after that, when Ahab heard that, when Jezebel, mag-asawa tong wicked na to eh, when Jezebel heard that story, ang sabi ni Jezebel kay Elijah, Within 24 hours, I promise to kill you. Mayroon silang death threat. And you know what? This is amazing to me. Elijah should have said, Okay, sure. Gusto mo patayin, okay lang. Isa ka lang, 8.50 nga yun eh. This is historic. I just made the biggest, the, 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 the most incredible thing that ever happened. In this, in this earth, sabi mo sa akin, you're going to kill me? Pero very interesting ang sabi ng scripture, verse, uh, 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 3. Look at this. Verse 3, please. Elijah, everybody read this, was afraid and ran for his life. When he came to Beersheba, kaya pag takot ka, huwag kang pupunta sa Beersheba. See what I did there? Elijah was afraid and ran for his life when he came to Beersheba in Judah. He left his servant there. That's the first mistake. He was lonely. He left his servant. Alam nyo, ang temptation ni Satan malakas pag mag-isa ka lang. And I don't know if this is medically correct. But I believe with all my heart that depression is stronger when you're alone. Anxiety is stronger when you're alone. Fatigue is stronger when you're alone. Taramdaman nyo ba yung kahit pagod na pagod kayo at puyat na puyat kayo? Physically to ha, hindi ko sinasabing emotionally. Pero physically pagod na pagod ka, pero pag nagkaayaan yung barkada, outing tayo, kahit puyat game. Uh, right. Nararanasan nyo ba yun? He left his servant day, so he was alone. Verse 4, While he himself went on a day's journey into the wilderness. So he just made the biggest highlight of his career. He was afraid he ran for his life. That's, that's questionable. He left his servant. That's another questionable. And the sabi dito, 
nag-travel pa siya for one day going to the wilderness. When you're tired, don't go, stop going to the dry place. Stop going to the dry place. You need a well where you can drink. And he came to a broom bush, juniper tree, and sat down under the juniper tree and prayed, watch this, that he might die. He prayed to the Lord. At sabi niya, I want to die. Sino sa inyo nagpapasalamat hindi lahat ng prayer natin dinidinig ng Panginoon? Kasi ilang beses nyo na rin nasabi, gusto ko nang mamatay. Right? Tingin yung sinabi ni Elijah. I love this. I mean, I don't love this, but I love how it, it was being phrased. Ang sabi ni Elijah, I've had enough, Lord. Nararanasan nyo bang sabihin yun minsan? I've had enough. I reached my boiling point. I reached my tipping point. I've had enough, Lord. Take my life! I'm no better than my ancestors. Watch this. Elijah just experienced the biggest highlight of his career. Let me just pause here and put this in a context. Okay? He just declared a drought seven years at yun dineklare niya nagkatotoo. Nung dineklare niya magkakaulan, nangyari din. He just defeated 850 prophets at hindi pa nga natin nabasa. He just outran para siya si Jeddah and bilis siya magtumakbo eh. He outran the king's chariot. There is so much supernatural things that happened before. Pero after that biggest accomplishment, he just said, I've had enough. Pagod na po ako, Lord. I'm at the tipping point. Elijah was a hero. But we don't know what's happening inside his heart. And many of you, mga kapatid, I don't know who is this for. Many people, many Christians are experiencing silent battles and private depressions. I've had enough. People are excited. Elijah was exhausted. I've had enough. This is it. Take my life, Lord. Bawiin mo na lang ang buhay ko. Naranasan nyo na ba minsan nyo sabihin? Hindi nyo sinasabi out loud. Ayaw nga iparinig sa mga anak nyo. Pero gusto nyo sabihin, I'm done with this company. I've had enough with my marriage. I've had enough with this life. I'm done. It's over. Ang higpit ng professor ko, ang unfair ng boss ko. I'm discouraged and I feel sorry for myself. I'm no, I, I don't want to serve God anymore. I'm done. I'm done with church. I'm done with my faith. I've had enough. It's over. I've been trying to keep my head above the water for so long and now I'm drained, I'm weary, I'm tired, and I'm empty. Just imagine this. Hearing from a prophet, yung propeta na supposedly bukas ang mata, pero he fails to see the bigness of his God. Elijah was not a fearful person, but he was afraid. Yung sinasabi ko eh, Kilala tayong malakas, kilala tayong magaling, kilala tayong may pananampalataya, pero dumarating ang pagkakataon that you are not a fearful person, but you will experience fear in your life. Because your confidence in the Word of God, your confidence in Him will be tested in this kind of environment. How would you respond? How would you respond sa mga death threat? How would you respond sa, sa, sa demolition job ng kaaway sa iyong buhay? How would you respond sa mga challenges and problems and difficulty na dinaranas natin sa ating buhay? That's why I want to encourage the whole church, global family, you have to watch your heart. I said it again. Watch your heart. In case you missed it, 
Watch your heart. Alam niyo kung bakit? Mas bantay, sarado pa yung mukha natin kaysa sa puso. Mas bantay, sarado pa yung koko natin. Lagi nakamanicure. Lagi nakapedicure. Yung mukha natin may mga skin kay routine. Pero sa puso, walang routine. We're investing on the external and never invest in our internal. Kaya ang battles natin laging silent. Ay kulang. And I'm not saying that everyone who is going through depression is the same. May mga medically depressed talaga. And depression is real. Depression is real. Kailangan natin alagaan. Because somebody is going through silent battles and private depressions. At natatakot kang pag-usapan nito. Kasi natatakot ka mahusgahan ka ng simbahan. Kasi ang sasabihin sa iyo ng simbahan, depressed ka? Kulang lang yan sa pagbabasa ng Bible. Ang sasabihin ng simbahan, kulang ka lang sa prayer. So, imbis na i-broadcast mo yung nararamdaman mo na totoo, you're trying to hide it from within. Because people recognize you to be a hero. You just defeated 850 prophets. Paano nangyari? Na-depressed ka. Because people will judge you. Church folks will, 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 will judge you. Kulang lang yan sa quiet time. Kulang ka lang sa pagbabasa ng Bible. Ano yung mga kapatid na-realize ko? And I've and I will be real and honest with you, I've been through a private depression. Narealize ko, hindi mapipigilan ng faith ang depression. Because you can be faithful and fatigued. You can be faithful and tired. God is not disgusted with what you feel. In fact, let me just say this to you. You don't have a broken faith just because you feel depressed. You don't have a broken faith just because you feel fatigued. It's real. It happens. Look at our biblical heroes. Elijah went through depression. David went through Psalm 62. He went through depression. Job, many scholars believe, went through depression. And even... Tired. Our biblical heroes are tired. Can you just imagine this? Our biblical heroes are tired. Our biblical heroes are emotional. They express their emotions in all of these things. In fact, if you read your Bible, ang sabi ng Isaiah 40, even the youths grow weary and tired. But those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Alam niyo ba, kahit sa paggawa ng mabuti, pwede ka mapagod. <laughs> Galatians 6.9 Ang sabi ng Galatians 6.9 Do not get tired Do not be weary in doing good So kahit gumagawa ka ng mabuti Pwede ka pa mapagod Kaya ang sabi ng Judges chapter 8 Let's go back to that again When they reach A transition in Jordan River Ang sabi ng scripture Gideon and his men Were exhausted so Let's go back to that verse again No, uh, please. When they reached Sukkot, Gideon asked the leader, uh, verse 4, please. Gideon crossed the Jordan River with his 300 men. Watch this. And though exhausted, everybody read that? They continued. And though exhausted, 
they continued to chase the enemy. Alam siguro ni Gideon, you are closest to the promise when the trials are in its greatest. Alam siguro ni, ni, ni Gideon na kapag mas mahirap, kapag mas grabe yung intensity ng attack, alam ko mas malapit na ako sa pangako ng Panginoon. I just have to hold on to it. I cannot deny what I feel, but I can choose not to dwell with what I feel. I can be healed. God can set me free. Kaya kong iaw ng Panginoon sa anumang nararamdaman ko. That when I'm tired, that when I'm weary, exhausted, with God on my side, I can press on and continue. Last verse before I close, Hebrews 12. So consider carefully how Jesus faced such intense opposition from sinners who oppose their own souls. I-consider mo kung paano hinarap ni Jesus yung intense opposition so that you won't become worn down or worn down and caved in under life's pressure. What is he saying? Now I acknowledge hindi lahat ng fatigue, tiredness, depression, anxiety ay kailangan may spiritual solution. Sometimes it started with a natural solution. Kasi nung si, si Elijah ay napagod, anong unang binil ng Panginoon sa kanya? Gutom niya. Ang sabi na scripture, ipinaghanda ng angel si Elijah ng tinapay. Made from heaven. <laughs> ano sabi ng angel sa kanya? Kumain ka na muna. And Elijah ate. He went asleep. Next time, ginising uli siya ng angel. Kumain uli siya. And then he asleep. And after that, he went on a journey 40 days. Non-stop. Because he was replenished. He was revived. Sometimes, I'm not saying it's all the time, if you really want to get out of this fatigue and battle fatigue and weariness in our life, we have to evaluate ourselves. Baka naabuso ko nga ang aking sarili. Kumakain pa ba ako ng tama? Natutulog pa ba ako ng tama? When, when, and when every natural thing was eliminated, there goes our faith to the Lord and say, Lord, thank you, Jesus, for you have overcome the world. Salamat, Panginoon, kasi alam ko kakampi ka namin. That even when I'm tired, you remind me that this is an opportunity to gain strength. This is an opportunity for me to replenish, re-evaluate. This is an opportunity for me to go through it, realizing na hindi ko to kayang mapagtagumpayan kung hindi kita kasama. Listen to me, mga kapatid, as I close, God will walk with you. Just remind yourself of that. Hindi natin dinidinay ang ating nararamdaman. Mahirap maging ama na alam mong hindi ka makapag-provide para sa iyong pamilya. Mahirap maging nanay na alam mong hindi mo kayang ibigay lahat ng kagustuhan ng anak mo. And you're tired of it. You're sick and tired of your life. You're sick and tired of what you're going through right now. You're sick and tired of this pandemic and you, you just want to get out of it. But thank God for His grace and His assurance that God is with you. God will walk with you. And watch this. And God will walk you through it. Hindi ka lang niya kasamang lumalakad dito. He promised us that He will walk you through it. Just persevere. Just keep on holding on to the promise of God in your life. I know you are tired, but thank God for His invitation. And sabi na Matthew 11, Come to me, all of you who are weary, 
and heavy laden and I will give you what? I will give you not a distorted definition of rest, but I will give you real rest. I'm going to give you joy and peace. I'm going to give you security and protection. I'm going to give you assurance. I'm going to give you love and care. I'm with you. And I'll walk you through it. Father God, we thank you for the assurance of your word. We thank you, Jesus, for we know that when we hold on to you, when we look to you, Jesus, when we behold your beauty, when we behold your glory, thank you, Jesus, for the assurance that when we come to you, we can find joy. We can find rest. When we come to you, makakatagpo kami ng kapayapaan. Na kapag kami lumapit sa iyo, Panginoon, makakatagpo kami ng peace and joy na hindi namin makukuha sa mundong ito. Lord, I know that many Christians nowadays are experiencing spiritual battle fatigue. That this battle that we are going through have been going through for so long. Unti-unti nawawala yung aming pagtitiwala, yung aming confidence, yung aming joy that things will get better. That our finances will get better. That our, our physical condition, our health will get better. That our family's relationship will get better. But right now, Lord God, thank you for the assurance na hindi po porkit magulo ang aming buhay ay nakalimot ka na sa iyong pangako. Hindi po porkit magulo ang aming buhay ay nakalimutan mo na po ang iyong pangako. Maraming salamat sa pagpapaalala po sa amin ngayong umagang ito na wala pong bagay na lingid sa iyo, Panginoon. Na lahat ng bagay ang aming nararamdaman, ang aming iniisip, alam mo po ang lahat ng ito. And thank God, salamat Panginoon sa assurance mo that as we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we should not be afraid because you are with us. And salamat sa pangako mo that you will walk us, walk us through it, through the fire, through the storm. Ano mang pinagdadaanan namin, ano mang aming a journey right now, alam ko Panginoon that you are with us and you will walk us through it. Maraming maraming salamat Panginoon. And I pray Lord God for our global family who are experiencing silent battles, pri- private depressions. They are tired from the inside. Emotional exhaustion. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that they may find comfort in you. As sabi mo sa iyong salita, when, when our thoughts, our busy thoughts seems out of control, the soothing comfort of your presence will come us. The soothing comfort of your presence, Lord Jesus, will come us down. Lord, we may find rest. We may find comfort in the assurance. That whenever our thoughts seems out of control, our thoughts are filled with anxiety and worry, your presence is with us. Sa mga panahon na nakalimot po kami, Panginoon, sa iyo, sa mga panahon na nakalimutan po namin ang iyong mga pangako, patawarin niyo kami, Panginoon. Alam ko mahirap po ang pinagdadaanan ng aming global family. Hindi lang ng GIA community, kundi ng body of Christ as a whole. Pero marami pong salamat, Lord Jesus, ang iyong mga pangako, hindi nagbabago. Ang Diyos na pinaglilingkuran namin is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You did it before. You can do it again. You are the Alpha. You are the Omega. You are our God in between. Maraming salamat, Panginoon, sa iyong pangako. Maraming salamat, Lord God, sa presence mo. Maraming salamat sa pagyakap mo sa akin. And kapatid, I know that God is comforting you and embracing you right now. Allow Him to hug you. Allow Him to assure you. Allow Him to be with you. Allow Jesus to give you rest and give you peace. 
Allow God to touch your heart. Allow Jesus to comfort you right now. Receive your grace. Receive your rest. We release the stress and receive your rest right now. And allow you, Lord God, to, to minister unto us right now. All glory belongs to you, God, for all the things that you have done and all the things that you're about to do. All glory belongs to you. We clap our hands, Lord God, as our gratitude. Hello, guys. Thank you so much for watching this video. Small favor lang before you leave. Please do not forget to share this video to your friend. Sabi nga nila, sharing is caring. Hindi natin pwedeng i-underestimate ang kapangyarihan ng pag-share ng simpleng video na ito sa kanila. All you have to do is click that share button and you'll never know kung sino-sino ang pwede nating maabot. One more thing, if you can, please do not forget to subscribe to this channel para wala ho kayong mamiss na kahit anong video or live stream every weekend. Alam nyo mga kapatid, napakabuti ng Diyos for we are able to reach out to you kahit nasa ibang parte pa man kayo ng mundo. If you want to support us and continue doing what we are doing, I would like to ask you to support this ministry. Give financially. Help us na magawa po namin ang aming misyon na punuin ng langit. All you have to do is click that link www.gscmnb.com at alam nyo mga kapatid ang inyong support will greatly help us para magawa po namin ang pinapagawa ng Panginoon sa amin once again thank you so much for watching this video see us again sa susunod pang video lagi po niyong tatandaan punoy natin ng langit and let's fight for our family God bless you thank you so much for listening all the way through if this has been a blessing to you I want to personally encourage you to give financially to support this ministry. Go to our website, gsamnb.com give and help us continue doing what we are doing. Always remember, sama-sama nating punuin ang langit and let's fight for our family.